dads. Hello, welcome to Dad Talks, where you get to listen to two dads talk. I'm your co-dad, Jared Schmansky, and with me, as always, my co-dad in crime, Joe Lopez. Joe, what are you drinking tonight? Well, I already drank it, because we've been behind the curtain, peek behind the kimono. We've been talking for a half an hour about Marvel movies and God of War. Yeah, yeah. It's been... <laughs> uh, we So, we're moving our recording schedule around this week, because... Um, Joe's going to see Doctor Strange the like minute yeah. it's available in theaters tomorrow night. Um and so we're moving it back to Wednesday, but Wednesday was the finale of Moon Knight, <laughs> the Marvel TV show that's been going on. Uh and Joe and yeah. I both watched that right before we hopped on to record. So we've been spending about 30 minutes just talking about nerd stuff. Yeah, it's been it's really been great it has. to be honest. It really has. I could another podcast. Let's just add it to the list. Talk about movies. As soon as we get free time. <laughs> as soon as we get paid to do this. Exactly. Uh, but I had an Oberon. Finished it. Good wheat beer. Yeah. It's, it's good. fine. I had one last uh, week. They're good. Yeah, they're good. It's, I mean, the pride of... One of the prides of Michigan is Oberon. As, uh, as somebody that grew up in the same town as Bells, yeah. Oberon is a holiday. Oberon Day, the day they oh, release yeah. Oberon the holiday. Even Absolutely. like in high school when you couldn't drink and nobody was thinking about drinking craft beer, you knew that it was a holiday. Like that's right. just what it was. But what I will say is outside of the novelty of it being like hometown pride for me, there's right. other wheat beers. Mr. Blue Sky? Mm. Mm. Blows it out of the water. It does. It really does. So good. Um, yeah. So I had an Oberon, and it was it was good. It was it was fine. It was a good beer. Good. What do you got over there? I'm drinking an Arnold Palmer Spindrift. So Spindrift is a is a seltzer water. Yeah. And this is tea and lemonade seltzer water. They use like real real fruit juice, so it's like real tea and real lemonade and seltzer water all mixed together. How is it? I don't know. Is it a little bland? Yes. I think that's what I'm at. Like, I took the first... So, you pour it into the glass. And I, I it they're not cold because I just bought them from Target. Um, right. So, I, I poured it over ice. And it bubbled up like a, like a soda or a beer, right? And right. so, in my mind, I was half expecting to take a drink being like, oh, this is going to be like a beer or a soda or a seltzer water. Yeah. And it was none of those things, right? Like, it's just okay. unsweetened lemon and tea and seltzer water all mixed together. So, I don't know. It's okay. It is what it is. All right. Yeah. It's well, something that's... two different paths. Yeah, and there's, it's something that's not water. So, that's, uh, you know, always something to mix it up. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, Grayson rolled over today for the first time. Hey! You said it was yeah. going to happen, and here it is. What do you go? It. Back you to front? Back to front. He dang did it. Uh, Kayla was down here working uh, from six to eight, and I had the kids in court, and they had both passed out. But he woke up a little bit. You know, Cora slept for like an hour and a half from like six thirty. No, she slept from like six thirty to eight thirty. <laughs> yeah. Joseph, that's that's <laughs> bedtime. Ben Ben was laying in his crib to go to bed at six fifty. Yeah, 
so about an hour into that, Grayson woke up from his nap and I laid him on the ground and he was trying and he was like on his side for so long. And then finally he just did it. I was like, all right, all right, big guy. You finally did it. Look at that. Did it. Yeah. That's cool. That's um, awesome, man. Yeah. How's your week been going so far? It's all right. It is. Yeah. It's going. I don't know. It's been up and down. Uh, I'm, I got a couple of things that I got to make a decision on by Friday. So I, whenever I like set a deadline, like, Oh, by Friday, I'll have this all figured out. That means I don't figure it out till Thursday night. And then I stress about it until Thursday night when I finally sit down and make the decision. And that's it. So it's all just, so it's been one of those weeks where the week's just kind of flying by. Yeah. Yeah. But like you said, we got the end of moon night. Yeah. Yeah. Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness coming out. We're going to see it on Saturday. So you'll see it Thursday. Okay. I'll see it Saturday. So we'll talk about it after Yeah. That. Then we got an Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer that came out today. Joe, we didn't even I didn't even greet you with the greeting of the holiday. May the fourth yeah. be with you. And also with you. Thank you. I <laughs> man, what a great day. A little disappointed. I thought there is a Star Wars video game. Jedi Fallen Order yeah. that came out a few years ago. Fantastic game. Absolutely fantastic. Right. We've been waiting and waiting and waiting for a second one. And we, I like, there was some rumblings. There was, I, I can't tell if it was like actual people leaking that there was going to be a trailer or people just right. wanting a trailer, but everyone's like, I, it's going to be on May 4th, right? It's going to be on May 4th. The right. trailer's going to be on May 4th. The only Star Wars <laughs> thing we got today was Kenobi. That was it. Yeah. Like, yeah, I thought what? there'd be more. I'm shocked that Cal Kestis didn't show up in the trailer. I mean, for Kenobi, they're holding back. They're holding back Vader, too. Uh, I bet. I bet Cal Kestis is in this. Is in how this is, TV show. how could he not? How could he not be? They they're the timeline to be the timelines and the Inquisitors. They all just line up right here in this this moment. Right. So, yeah, it's either they're either saying that the empire is doing this this intensely in multiple areas of the universe right or they or they they meet up or cross paths or yeah. some easter egg i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised that they don't dwell too much on it cuz they want to keep him video game focused right like his right. story is his story but i wouldn't be surprised if like obi-wan hears a rumor of a jedi out there fighting a big toad right. monster, uh, and going to Dathomir and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, he's he's showing up. And what if he wasn't played by Cameron Monaghan, the guy that did him in the video game? It would be very, it, be very weird. It would be so weird. His, I mean, it looks just like him. His his look is signature. I mean, they yeah. they didn't just do motion capture. They did like acting yeah. capture on on him. Like, it it would be weird if it wasn't played by him. Right. Nah, it, it'd be played by him. They're gonna throw all the money at him and yeah, get him here. It is canon, um, technically. I mean, they they acknowledge yeah. it in the in the timeline. So yeah. Um. All right. Let's start. Stop talking about nerd shit. I can uh, talk about it all day. Me too, buddy. Me too. I'm gonna tell you about something today. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna tell you about Michigan's other favorite pop. We talked about Verners. Oh, last yeah? time. Talk about Fago. Mm, yes. I love me some yeah. Fago. Before we start, what's your favorite Fago? I mean, it's Rock and Rye. I, it, you can't rock not, and Rye. Can't not love Rock and Rye. 
Okay. Okay. Uh, close second, Moon Mist. Interesting. I know it. That might be throwing a curveball, but like the, it's like the Mountain Dew for for those people yeah. not in Michigan or maybe not even the United States. Uh, Fago is Joe's going to talk about it, but um, they do similar flavors to other products, right? So like Rock and Rye right. is a, their Dr Pepper, uh, and yeah. then um, Moon Mist is their take on Mountain Dew. I like them both better than the originals. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know what their uh, bestseller is? Ooh, Red Pop? Red Pop. Wow, look at me. That was right off the dome. Red Pop is uh, Fago's bestseller, and it's a strawberry pop. Uh, That that is something I don't think I've ever had from any other major, like, uh, soda brand. It's it's actually called a red cream soda. It's a strawberry cream soda. Um, Ooh. It's really good. It is really good. You're making me want one right now. <laughs> um, so Fago was founded in Detroit in 1907 by uh, these two brothers called the Faginson brothers. Um, and they were Russian baker immigrants. Then Perry. So they had three original flavors of Fago. Fruit punch, strawberry, and grape. Uh, and these were actually based on frosting recipes that they used back in Russia. Um, so when they started out, what they did was they had horse-drawn carriages, carriages, wagons. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, that would just deliver uh, from the bottling plant. Um, I'm not entirely sure where it was at at this point. Um but eventually, over the next 10 years, from 1907 till about 1920, the Fagansons yeah, were able to purchase houses and hire their employees and a, a second wagon and horse. To the um, and at that point, they decided, hey, we're going to switch things up. We're going to make uh, some different sodas, including sassafras soda and a lithiated lemon. Uh, now I have no idea what, but well, I know sassafras is kind of like root beer. Yeah, uh, like the the uh, back in the day old timey root beer. Right, lithiated lemon. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> absolutely no idea. Lithiated lemon. Um, they so this is like back when they had like actual soda jerks that mixed the syrup and the the bubbly oh, together, right? Like, oh, absolutely. Um. Oh yeah, so they had you know just a few flavors at that point. Um, okay, apparently Seven Up was originally named Bib Label Lithiated Lemon Lime Soda, so it's a soda similar to Seven Up. Oh. Um. Uh, at this point, they also built a new plant on Bobin Street, Bobian, Detroit. Bobian, not from there. Don't know the language. My. When I worked downtown, my parking structure was on Bobian. Okay, probably French. It is definitely like everything French. else in Detroit. B e a u b i e n Bobian. Yeah. So at this point, as well in 1921, they said, "Hey, Faginson Brothers is too long. Yeah. Too long yeah, of a name. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need a two-syllable name. So they dropped their name down to Fago." Then in 1922, they bought their very first delivery truck and started doing home deliveries. Can you imagine that? Hop straight from the factory wow. to your home. Wow. Hmm, that's, 
that, but you know, you know how you know how McDonald's Coke is like top tier Coke. Yeah, I think you can only get better if you're getting Coke straight from the factory. Straight from the factory, right to your house. Probably came in like glass bottles, and then you return the glass bottles after. Absolutely, just like a milkman. That's yeah. a Fago man. Love that. Um, so it then started doing even more flavors. Uh, they did a vanilla flavored soft drink, which I would assume becomes cream soda. Yeah, that would make sense. Um, it also did a seltzer water at that point too, hmm. and uh, something called Ace High, some which is similar to Knee High, uh, which is like a uh, a cola. Okay, just a regular, um, straightforward. Right, and then they also came up with Rock and Rye at that point in time. Oh yeah. Now, you know what Rock and Rye is uh, originally? Ro- originally, Rock and Rye. Um. I mean, the name Rock and Rye yeah, derives. It. it would be a whiskey, uh, right? Like a whiskey mixer or something like that, right? Yeah. So it 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 was a <laughs> a mixed cocktail composed of rye whiskey, mm-hmm. and rock candy. What? Yeah. Now I feel like I have to try that. Yeah, it was a prohibition drink. Um, I take it back. That sounds absolutely awful. Now, now that I'm knowing it's from the prohibition, I was like, no, absolutely not. People were drinking freaking poison back then just to drink. There's no way I'm trying whiskey and rock candy. Yeah. So, uh, rye whiskey and rock candy, which I kind of want to try it. I mean, it's not much different than throwing like sugar cubes into, into something. That's true. There's sugar in an old fashioned. Um, yeah. Or Manhattan. One Manhattan. of those two drinks has, Not an old has sugar Manhattan. in it. Um, so I can see the appeal. Um, so they come up with Rock and Rye at this point. And it's uh, okay. So in 1935, the company opened its bottling plant uh, on Gratiot Ave in Detroit. Say that again. And Gratiot? Gratiot. There you go. There you go. Listen, you again, not French. You said Gratchit like a hatchet. <laughs> I'm from Michigan. Everything's so from Detroit. Everything's French in Michigan, Joe. French or true. French or Native American. One or the other. That is that's really it. That's you got two options here. Um, and at this point in time, the company also began producing beer. And I want to know what Fago beer they had tasted Fago like. Fago beer? Yes. Briefly. It it has to be terrible, right? If it didn't stick around, I mean, Stroh's got to be bad. Stroh's has stayed around for just about that same amount of time, so I can't imagine right. that if it was good, it wouldn't have stayed. Right, but I want to try it. I, yeah, I wonder if it's like sweet, like sweet, like uh, like pop, but it's beer. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, so the two brothers ran their company until the 1940s, when they then decided we're just going to give it to our sons. In 1956, the company then created radio and television ads featuring a fictional cowboy called Fago Kid, the Fago Kid, who uh, was portrayed in animation for TV commercials for Fago Old Fashioned Root Beer. Ooh. The Fago Kid. Yeah. And then Jim Henson produced a small series of ads for Fago Strawberry Soda starring the Muppet characters Wilkins and Wonkins. Um, I have no idea who they are, but apparently mm. they're two Muppets that Henson created. Wilkin and Wonkins. That's yeah. A, that sounds so like they, the 
Stetler and Waldorf, the old guys. Yeah, no, these are just like blobs, a red blob and like an orange blob. Okay. Um, so they had these these puppets for the rock and ride commercials, and they had the Fago Kid for the root beer commercials, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah, that's neat. There's only three ads that are known to exist. Fago. They haven't advertised since then. At least like the with these characters. Oh, okay, okay. But I'm gonna tell you, I haven't seen an advertising for no. Fago. They just show up in stores. They don't need to advertise anymore. They're only in like upper Midwest states. They know their audience. People know who they are. That's it. That's the end of it. Yeah. So up until the 1950s, the drink had such a limited shelf life that it only sold in Michigan. Mm. Um, but thank God for modern chemistry because oh, they yeah. later resolved that issue. <laughs> uh, and in the 60s, they began selling. Uh, well, they, they began advertising during Detroit Tigers games. Um, hmm. And from there, it, out, it reached outside of the market. And then they started selling in more so in the Midwest. Um, and, and shares in the company actually went up. Or sales in the company, not shares. Yeah. Um, yeah. So in uh, the 60s, Fago then comes out with their low-calorie version called Ohana, which... Still around, right? Still around. I didn't realize it was their low calorie line. I didn't either. Yeah. So this became like their diet line. And then now, so when I think of Ohana, it's more of their like fruit punchy. I was just going to say, I keep thinking of fruit punch. You said it's their diet line, but every time you say Ohana, I'm like, it's fruit punch, right? It's fruit punch. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it, it then, yeah, it became their diet versions. And in 1961, the Royal, the Royal line was launched as a premium product line. And the Royal Hawaiian Pineapple Orange was their, one of their first drinks. Um, <laughs> but the, the extract wasn't sterilized and became rancid, <laughs> causing a buildup of gases <laughs> that the bottles would then explode. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. So uh, the soda was originally uh, recalled, and Dole gave Fago enough juices to offset the losses. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So um, the '60s, they began uh, switching up their flavors, and uh, you finally get the name Red Pop that sticks in 1960 for their strawberry soda. Nice pop, strawberry pop. pop. I said soda, like a not Michigander. Um, so, uh, in the seventies, Fago decides, Hey, the new deposit law passes here in Michigan and started producing cans instead of glass. Um, and they actually started losing money because people preferred the bottles back then. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Also, I can't imagine the first like cans were good. I mean, I know you have to like oh. rip the tops off, like. You've, yeah, I don't know if you watch Mad Men, but the cans of beer that he had to open were like right, like doing surgery per per can. Right, exactly. So in the eighties, the company actually gets sold a couple different times to some other companies. Uh, it goes from the Faginson family to Tree Sweet, and then sold to the National Beverage Corporation, which it still is part of that company now. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and then again. 1996, they produced Ohana, which then switched to 
punches, iced teas, and lemonades. Okay, okay. That's yeah. now I'm with it. Yep. Um so Fago still around. Still a huge deal here in Michigan. There's actually not much more that happens after this. In 2007, Fago celebrated its 100th anniversary with a new flavor and contest for label design. Um, and it won, somebody won with the Centennial Soda. I don't even remember this. Um, in 2014, they actually introduced a ginger ale called Fago Gold. And I don't remember this being around, and I don't think it's still out there. It definitely I'm sure is. Really? I, I had it recently. Really? Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Is it sweet? I feel like it'd be a sweet it's ginger sweet. ale. It's sweet. Yeah. Verner's is sweeter than normal ginger ales. This is sweeter than Verner's. Okay. Like, if I had to rank it, Canada Dry is the least. And then yeah. Verner's and then Fago. Okay. Interesting. I always think... Maybe I'm completely off base, but I always feel like Fago pops in general are sweeter than very sweet. Like they they are not afraid of the sugar at uh, at the Faginson plant. Yeah, absolutely not. I mean, now it seems like we have kind of random flavors throughout. You got your Moon Mist, your Orange Pop, your Red Pop, your Rock and Rye, mm-hmm. Cream Soda, but then you also have like and Candy is out there a lot. Yeah. Um. And there's probably, I think, a couple other flavors that I see around. But those are kind of like their big five. And in 2009, Bon Appetit uh, is a, uh, what do you want to call it? A food media conglomerate. They write magazines. They have websites. They make books. They have videos, all this stuff. 2009, they called Fago Root Beer the best tasting American root beer. Um, Beating out A&W? Yeah, calling it dry and crisp with a frothy head, a good bite, and a long finish. Huh. <laughs> right on. So, yeah. Um, and that's kind of literally all the history of Fago. Like, there's not much to it. It's pretty simple. Uh, the only other things here are, uh, you know, the Michigan, uh, we'll call them Ad Boys. Yeah. Yeah. The insane clown posse. <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> the pride and joy of Michigan. Let's um, not go that far. Yeah. Uh, they love to spray their audience with Fago showers. For any show they go to, they bring, like, um, not pallets, but uh, containers of... Kegs of yeah, Fago pop? Of, of Fago pop, and then just shake it all up and spray it all over the audience. Um, yeah, and that's that's where I will leave you with Fago again. Really short, really quick history, but I figured we touched on Verner's. I love it. It's time to hit Fago, and um, maybe we'll do Jones in, Soda here in the future. There you go. Why not? Uh, but in 2020, I don't know if you had any of these. Um, breweries across Detroit were teaming up to make Fago themed beers. Do you have any of these beers? I feel like I tried a Rock and Rye one. Yeah. I don't remember when. And 2020 obviously was a blur for everybody all over the place. Right. But I feel like I tried a, a Rock and Rye one somewhere. So I definitely tried a couple um, at, uh, oh my goodness, the brewery that's um, over by Green Dot Stables. It's in a train car. Yes, I know. I don't know the name of it, but I know what you're referring to. 
to one of my favorite breweries, and I can't even think of it. Brew Detroit. Um, nope, not the one I'm thinking of. Oh. Uh, they have delicious bread pudding at this brewery. Batch. Batch Brewery. Yes, thank you. Batch. They had a grape fago soda sour um, snow cone. Ooh. Yeah. Or slushy. I guess right. not a snow cone. A slushy. A, yeah, a slushy. Um, and then Brew Detroit was doing f- like four different fago beers. Um, I think one of them was Rock and Rye. Uh, and I think I tried three two from there so it was a it was a pretty cool that the the breweries of detroit were embracing their fagoness and using fago in their ingredients and making beers based on fago drinks which i thought was pretty cool i love fago i get it whenever i whenever i can i prefer it yeah. over over the only thing is <clears throat> if i'm getting a regular like diet cola i'll get a diet coke other than if i'm yeah. not getting a diet coke i'm looking to get a fago okay no, I, I I don't drink pop much anymore, but definitely a Fago cream soda mm. is like mm. sometimes it's the spot. Sometimes I'm just indulge myself. Like if I'm at the gas station, I'll just like grab a rock and rye and a cream soda and just be like, I'm gonna have this during lunch tomorrow, and I'm gonna be very happy about it when I do. Yeah, just mix the two. Don't put ideas in my head. I haven't had a rock and rye in years, and I might go buy one tomorrow. You have to. You have to. They're so good. You haven't had one in years. I don't even remember what it tastes like. Joe, you have to have one like once every three months or else you get kicked out of Michigan. Don't let the government hear this. <laughs> you're, in contra- like, you're in breach of contract right now. I picture it as like a cherry cola. It's more like a Dr. Pepper, right? It's a Dr. Pepper. Yeah. All right. I'm going to have one tomorrow and I'll report back. Please do. I cannot wait. Yeah. Uh, so there you have it. Fago. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Thank you all for listening to me talk about Fago. We'll be back again with some more Detroit uh, or well, Michigan made beverages eventually. Um, but thank you all for listening so much. We really appreciate it. And thank you to Planet Ant for having us on their podcast network. And hey, if you want to keep up with us, and actually, if you don't know what Fago is, I'm sure we will be posting lots of pictures of them. Uh, when this episode Absolutely. goes live. So make sure you follow us on social media. We're at Big Den Energy Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can find us there uh, all the time. And uh, hey, don't go spending all that knowledge in one place. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.